1: Everybody. Welcome back to Screen Heroes episode 97. Oh my god. Oh my god. We couldn't
0: hit 100 or 100 before the end of the year. Right? Not quite. Like,
1: it, that's it tough. Literally. It really means we can only take two weeks off the entire year. But uh, this is our last show of 2017. We're going to be reviewing Star Wars episode 8 The Last Jedi. I am Derek, one of your weekly hosts. I have my two other regular hosts with me Ryan Hello. and Ray. Hi. And our uh, recurring, returning guest, Ian. Hi.
2: Fellow That's Heroes lovely, Podcast lovely. Network host. <laughs> yes. Uh,
1: I had to get it out. I'm so sorry. So, Hi, everybody. So glad to have him as part of the team. Uh, I'm classy.
3: <laughs> I bring the class to this uh-huh. table. You put the ass in class. right uh, Yep. To yeah.
1: anybody who's watching this, either on Twitch at twitch.tv slash heroes podcast or on our YouTube channel, you might notice that Ray is a little hard to see. She's a little bit lower.
2: (laughs) I have (laughs) thrown out my back. It's been about a week. I am in a ton of pain, and this chair is the only thing that quells it. So that's what we're going to do for right now. I'm terribly sorry you can't see my face, but...
1: They can see your face. For real,
2: you're not missing too much? It's just, like,
1: the
3: helmet and then, like, her neck. The Stormtrooper
1: helmet's, like, right at your chin.
2: Oh, okay.
3: So we can still see you. Wow. Yeah. You're like a floating head, like the, the lady in, uh... On a mansion, Madame Leota, or whatever.
2: I don't, know, I don't watch Haunted rappy mansion. Eddie Murphy films.
3: There was a Disney film back in like the early 2000s, mid 2000s. Yeah,
2: no, and he was like four then, so <laughs> I, was, I was three,
3: I was just born. So, okay, so we are going
1: to be reviewing Star Wars The Last Jedi, of course. Uh, we'll begin with kind of a spoiler-free take, and then we'll break to dive into spoilers for anybody who does not have. last long. No, it, won't. Free it will take. not. It will not. Yeah. It'll be a quick kind of just opinion. And it's always
2: then... just one. Things yeah.
1: happen. Lightsabers happen. The end. We'll, we'll give people a chance to to see the movie they haven't. But before we do that, something kind of weird happened that I wanted to to bring up. So I got an email, <clears throat> which I'm just now opening for the first time, honestly, and it's it's titled "It's Ryan." I hope this makes it to you. That's the that's the subject of this email. Now. You're here, Ryan. Yeah. I'm assuming it's the same, Ryan. I guess that it could be a different, that Ryan. It sounds very Back to but... the future So I'm just gonna, I don't remember sending this. I'm just going to read this real quick. So it just says Derek, comma. So not even like, hi, Derek, or hello, which is it's very cold, but whatever. <laughs> um, I hope this message reaches to you. A week ago, when I was leaving your house after the podcast, something happened. I don't really know how to explain it, but I fell into something and woke up in a different world. I know this sounds crazy, but I am literally on a different version of our Earth. They put me in a jail here, and from talking to other people locked up, this world is full of superheroes, and I am in their headquarters. Like, no shit. One of the guards has a cyborg-looking exoskeleton, and I'm pretty sure I saw a turtle with super speed. This is weird. Are you this on meth? This? What is wrong this is with you? Theory? You didn't write this? Okay. I don't know anything about this. They, like a
0: prank.
2: You said a bad word. Yeah,
1: you're gonna have to bleep
3: that. I was, I was
2: quoting. Uh-huh.
3: I was quoting. Captain America head. says don't say bad Explosive.
1: words.
2: Language. Well,
1: talk to Captain America in 2017. I think he'll have a different opinion. That's true. Uh, That's true. He continues on. They let me have my laptop, and they let me record a podcast in quotes. I'm not sure why it's in quotes. With a couple of other, quote, people here. One of them is actually an alien, so I guess that's why people is in quotes. And the other one, I'm pretty sure, farted a rainbow leaving the podcast. So like that's a My Little Pony power. or something, I guess? <laughs> uh, that's what My Little Ponies do, right, Ray? Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh I just want to get information back to you guys, so hopefully you can rescue me and get me home. I'm attaching in to this e- I'm attaching it to this email. Please edit and publish since I know you have a lot of free time and this could give me the Nobel Prize. So I assume there's, oh yeah, there's a podcast attached to this. Oh there's an audio file. I'm assuming it's the podcast he's talking about. Please reply to, reply to this so I know I have a way to reach you and let everyone know that I'm okay. I will do everything I can to get home soon, but if you could get the government to work on a way to travel through space and time, that would be great. Not our buddy, government, Ryan. So this is very no. interesting. Maybe this is why you know they want to visit the moon and Mars is really just to get to this other Earth. Yeah,
2: rescue yeah, Brian.
1: I mean, that's just like a bonus. Well, like obviously,
0: I'm here, so I have no it's, idea. Yeah, this, what, it's it's exactly like, like, a,
3: this is he's very corporeal. He's very like. So you haven't he's here.
0: listened to
1: the audio file
0: yet? I, I just anything. opened the email now, so you probably I, should just delete it anyway I, and just be done with it.
1: No idea. It's called. It, I mean, it's it's from an email called Earth Two Podcast.
0: Okay. So that's
1: very interesting. So I don't know. I guess we'll have to see what that's all about. I'll listen to the file. I'll let you guys know. Yeah. Talk More out. at eleven. That's good. No. Yeah. I'll, I'm hope, hopefully oh. I'm in bed at eleven. So Sleep we'll at see 11. how much editing this podcast takes. <laughs>
2: um. All right. Well, that
1: was weird. But let's continue on. So uh, it is our last show of 2017. So thank you everyone mm-hmm. who's listened to. All of our antics for the last 97 episodes, um, almost half of which were in this year. Uh, let's give our spoiler-free Star Wars: The Last Jedi take before we dive into spoilers. We'll go around the room. Ryan, you first.
0: Um, <laughs> like the movie. Uh, I'm ba- I'm trying to balance the light and the dark. Um, but that's deep not as deep as you would think. It seems <laughs> deep when you think about it, but then when you actually look into it, it's actually not that deep. It's very shallow. And like other things in life, basically I'm relating it to the movie. Um Yeah. There were some really high highs for me, and then there were some very, very low lows. Like the lowest of the whole universe lows. Oh, that's low. I, I, um, I
1: think I know where you're going with that one. I
0: well, may know you probably too. probably do. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I I'm I feel very mediocre about the whole thing. I'd say it's better than at least I'm going to say two thirds of the prequels.
1: <laughs> okay, okay, that's where so I at least, least one here, movie right? that's I, better. I assume, I assume you mean that episode one and two were worse right. than the last Jedi. Right. Okay, yeah, okay, just just making sure there. Uh, Ian, what about you?
3: Um, I loved it. Uh, There's a there, surprise.
1: There was, <laughs> Look, to be fair, no. Ian also loved the loot crate system in Battlefront 2. Yeah. So. No, I did not say that. <laughs> you might as well have. He also that, loved
0: X-Men Apocalypse.
3: And... I didn't say I loved it, I okay, said I liked it. You did say you loved it. I, I liked, liked play it. that.
0: You were on a podcast saying it. So.
3: <laughs> wow. I, nice. um, there were some things that did not work for me, for sure. But there were a lot of things, I think more things outweighed good than bad in this. Um... I I thought it was better than The Force Awakens. Okay. Um not maybe almost as good as Empire. Empire still is a little higher, but you know, it's Just out of curiosity, there. where do you throw Rogue One? Out of all all of them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh good lord. I've developed um, the Twitch. Just <laughs> talking. I mean it's 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 in the high four or fives. It's it's high up there.
1: There's only nine, so... Well, it's, it's high, it's... But, it, it's, I mean, it's
2: in the high four or five. Right? Yes. Right? There are multiple so it's fours and five. T- it's
1: either in the top half or the bottom half.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's in the, I say
3: it's in the top half. Rogue One's in the top half. Okay. One. But I loved it. I loved the way they, you know, developed the characters even more, and they took characters that we know and love and took them into a whole different direction and was very shocking, and there are some great little cameos in there and great, you know, all-around Star Wars energy.
1: Like a force, perhaps.
3: Yes, or a force ghost. Ooh,
1: all right, right.
2: I really liked the trailers that appeared before the film.
1: There were some really good trailers <laughs> oh, before kidding. the movie. Um,
2: yeah, there were there were some damn good trailers. Uh, anyway, it was a movie, and it had pretty things, and it did stuff. Yeah,
1: stuff did happen.
3: spoiler alert. Lots of stuff did happen.
2: Um, The movie was not for me. I'm not saying it's a bad film. I'm not saying it's a good film. I'm saying that it didn't appeal to me. And um, I'll I'll probably talk about the things I liked coming up when we do spoilers because that is fewer than the things I didn't like. So I'm going to try and stay positive. I do not want to step outside and have some of our Star Wars fans, like, literally beat me because they were threatening lives this week on Facebook. Somewhere,
3: yeah. Okay. Um,
2: They're
3: passionate fans.
1: Yes. Speaking of the the trailers, the previews before the movie real quick, I thought it was an odd decision that there wasn't a Black Panther trailer, that we got Infinity War.
2: Infinity War is overshadowing Black Panther. They're playing a
1: long game. Yeah, but Infinity War is already the most anticipated movie of the year. So, pretty much everybody knows that it's coming. I thought it was odd there was no teaser for Han Solo. No, that does not surprise me. Like, it's you're the only, only person surprised <laughs> No, like it
3: was, it's been done filming for a little bit. They could at least put like a 30-second teaser that, and call it good. That movie... Is going to be very difficult for them to that oh i agree by. but yeah they, a they probably don't have, have enough nice. usable footage at this point to cobble a 30 second <laughs> they could put together. like a blaster sound or something and then solo no but things. they don't do
2: that in front of films we uh, always get the five or six minute trailer we never yeah. get well
1: eight. the force awakens did the 88 second teaser that's that was true. where the falcon flew up yeah the that's a little, little different
2: that was the first yeah, star yeah. wars film in like 20 Ten. years 10 10 years?
3: I mean 20s. If, Don't, if going was back like there. It like a long time. But yeah, it was 10 years was so bad. Oh, man. <laughs> oh 05 was the last one. Oh, 05 was of the Sith. Oh.
0: Yeah.
1: So uh um, okay, so for me, um I I thought it was fine. I thought it was fine. It was fine. I I think that Rogue One and The Force Awakens were both better. Empire and, and The New Hope are both better. Uh so this one probably comes in at 5. Is Return of the Jedi
3: better than this?
1: I'm on the fence about that one right now, uh, because Return of the Jedi has a lot of story issues and trying to sell toys issues that The Last Jedi doesn't have. Um, Because those
0: porgs were just necessary
3: to the plot. But
1: then, exactly. They were cute. But there are porgs. The babies
3: are ugly as hell, but they're cute. So let's
1: do this. Let's do this before we ruin anything for anybody. Yeah. If you have not seen The Last Jedi yet, or you care about the spoilers for it, please Pause. Go see it like everybody else who has seen it because a lot of people did see it and come back and finish our last episode of the year with us. This has been your warning. Thank you. And let's continue. Let's do it. So, um,
2: (coughs) did you just burp that? No,
1: we didn't go over box office numbers. I'm going to do that right now because I I didn't know. Spoiler alert box office numbers. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know if it would spark (laughs) any conversation and I just didn't want to risk it. So, um, as of right now, uh, what is it? Well, first off, I want to temper a few things here because. I think messaging on on media outlets is, is really a big deal, and the all of it all of the posts about this were about how it's the second biggest opening for a movie of all time, and how it's destroying the box office, and yada yada yada. Okay, it fell short of the Force Awakens. It did by a good margin. And Rogue One. No, Rogue One. it no, be Rogue, be, One. Rogue, Rogue, Rogue One oh, okay. did not perform well for. Rogue One
2: was like Wonder Woman, though it performed well over a longer amount of time than it did in the short period. Yeah. So I have
1: those numbers. Okay. So The Force Awakens opening weekend made 220 million domestically, uh, which brought it to about 450 internationally.
3: Mind you, it hasn't released in China yet. It releases in China in January.
1: I won't. But the domestic numbers are, are, are the, the comparison, right? But so then when
3: it's you know,
1: it has a long way to go because here, here's Rube it does right? So, The Force Awakens opened to a 247.97 million opening weekend. So, almost 250. So, almost 30 million more, which is more than 10%. Um, Rogue One only opened to 155. Okay. Now, it's also, only 155. Well, okay, but for, you know, comparison's sake, right? right? Now, of course, you know, Wonder Woman, which was considered a massive success, opened to 103, yeah, I think. Yeah. Right? It
2: didn't have the strong weekend everybody thinks. It had a strong summer. Right. It
1: did. Now, I do want to put some perspective in here. Its competition basically didn't exist. The only other movie to open this weekend of any note is it's Ferdinand. Farting. Yeah.
0: And, but on the other side of that, there's a reason why nobody because else Because nobody, wanted, wants, yeah, to go nobody wants to go wants Star to watch watch
1: Star Wars. Yeah. So it's one of those things where like the third place was Coco, which came out almost a month ago. Right. So that's its competition. There isn't a lot of other that's movies. That's another to Disney go see. property.
3: So it it they're mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. They're like, whatever.
1: But my point is more of, hey, you want to go see a movie this weekend? Sure. What's out? Star Wars. Star Wars, right? Yeah. There's not much else to go see right now. So, um, in the long haul is where the issue comes in here, The Force Awakens domestically pulled in nine hundred and thirty-six point six six million dollars domestically.
3: Is that over there Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or That's is that, that overall over yeah. the yeah. oh, whole okay. theater
1: run? That is a long way to go. Yeah, it is. Um, now, with the Monday's box office and things like that, we've got um, last Friday up to 241.6. So it's almost at 500 million worldwide. Uh, it's just short of that 94.5.
3: And we do have the holiday coming up as well. So
1: it'll break 500 million
3: oh, for sure. this week. Yeah, before yeah. the weekend probably.
1: Before I mean, tomorrow, today. It probably yeah. broke it today. Yeah. Because we don't, don't, don't have today's numbers yet, right? Um, So I would imagine by the end of the year, it easily crosses 600. Oh, yeah. I think it's a fair fair guess, um, but I just want to temper that a little bit. That yeah, it did well for movies in general, but it for Star Wars it came in second place. Okay, so that's just something I wanted to note. So all right, so let's let's dive into things a little bit here. Now, how do you guys want to to take this on? I know Ryan's got what he thinks to be probably. Do the you want worst to do like scene. act
3: by act, like first, second, third act? I think that's getting a little overly specific. We could do
2: about uh, characters.
3: Okay.
1: I'd like to start talking about Luke then,
3: because that's where
1: we left the Force Awakens was with Luke's silent Luke face. And Rey, yeah, and he actually doesn't say anything in that scene at all. He throws his lightsaber that was it's hilarious that he lost his hand with and threw it off a cliff, which I thought was
3: really weird. Um, I didn't think so because of you know he's an exile. He doesn't want he doesn't want to look at a lightsaber. He doesn't. He wants to forget about all that. So he's like, bye.
2: I don't think I would want the thing that chopped my hand off anywhere near me.
0: It didn't chop his hand off. It no, was in his thanks. hand when it got no,
2: chopped off. No, okay, you're right. My but bad. wouldn't
1: you Every be the slightest bit curious where it came from? Also, it was your
0: father's saber. <laughs> it was. So, I mean, there is... I mean, Who okay. you
1: supposedly patched up things with in Return of the Jedi. So, the very end. So... I, uh, I have a lot of thoughts on that. Let's I have a lot of thoughts it.
0: on the entire th- movie, so get prepared for that to be said a lot. But um, So I think that was basically like a metaphor for the way Ryan Johnson, wasn't that his name, felt about what J.J. J. Abrams said in The Force Awakens. <laughs> I'm just going to throw it all away and, you know, move on with whatever I want to do. Um, could I have seen that being a scene where, yes, it's not something he wants to be around? Absolutely did Luke need to make it like comedically timed to make it a moment of laughter? No. We had two years of waiting. People are acting like all these reveals in this movie were built up by the fans. Who's Snoke? Who's Rey's parents? Who's all these things? Those weren't built up by the fans alone. There was a lot of stuff in Force Awakens that made it seem like these were important things. Agreed. And that moment was the cliffhanger for two
1: years. Yeah. And they made it into a comedy moment. It was a punchline, not a particularly funny one. The either.
2: comedy in this movie <clears throat> always felt very slapstick and forced. Like, I it kept, felt
1: kind of marvel-y,
0: if I that makes sense. I kept waiting
2: for them to look at the camera like it was a Jane Simon Silent Bob film and go. No, <laughs> like, I'm surprised Bob. there wasn't a bloop a with, from a
0: lightsaber, like just to add yeah. to the. You know what I mean? Like it would have yeah. been that would have just completed some comedy it. worked.
1: Some others were never like, mm. really. Well, th- it's rare that you have a big box office movie where you never chuckle. Yeah, right. Right. That's rare. Um, unless it's something like a war film right right? my favorite joke
2: throughout the whole thing is Leia in front of Luke saying I know what you're gonna say I changed my hair. Yes, like, I, I laughed so that. hard. That Which was Carrie Fisher great. actually
3: wrote. She that. wrote that that yeah. whole entire scene with her and <laughs> Luke. She, <laughs> she basically wrote <laughs> her, her right. own. Which actress. I'll talk about
1: that
2: later. <laughs> I knew it. I turned to you and I was like, "That was her. That was all her." But that's
3: a great line.
1: That's a good moment. Yes. That that felt like a real moment.
2: It felt like acting and natural, right?
1: And... But Luke is weird. That whole time when but Ray Luke is, is, is trying to get through him through the whole movie. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. The whole time, right? The, the milk scene. The worst kind of movie,
0: weird. or worst scene of any Star Wars movie ever. It is That was terrible. That was very uncomfortable. Very
2: P- pudding and
3: what was he's like, hey, here's a
1: tit. It's a, it's a throwback to the blue milk that he's Which drinking. Which is the anyway. dumbest
2: yeah. throwback exactly. ever. Because Rogue One did it too. Galen Urso has it in his fridge yeah. in the oh, opening yeah. scene but that's but, but,
0: <laughs> but the way they're going to reference it is to have alien teats shooting out green milk and then the, the, the creature that it comes out of going mm, and staring at Ray while yeah, Luke tugs it and has it I never needed
2: of, to know the face behind that yeah <laughs> how much do you think
1: that animatronic thing cost
0: probably at
3: least ten grand it,
0: it actually makes me angry that that was in the movie because like I get what they were doing they were trying to show that Luke has this really boring day to day yeah it So Ray could say later, I've seen what your day is like, and, you know, whatever. But the scene with the fish was way cooler. Yeah. Like him going across with the stick and then, like, you didn't see him catch the fish. That would have been cool. But, like, with this giant freaking fish walking back to his hut, that was cool. They could have done something else like that, but Mm. instead they went with
3: the effing... It was weird. I will admit that. It was
2: unsettling.
3: The animatronic was very cool looking, but (laughs) it was weird. But again... Disney poured a
1: ton of money into the movie. Oh, yeah. Right? So it was expensive, and m- most of it looked good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there, there's also some short you go there and you well.
2: find the one person you think can save you, and that's one of the first things they do in front of you, you're gone. I am off that island. I'm like, no, <laughs> no, I can do better. Should we start
3: the engine? Let's go. <laughs>
2: Did you see my forest scene? I'll just take care so, of this. <laughs> so
1: uh, Bruce Wayne25, uh, he hated the milk scene, too. So it's not just us. Um, but it was kind of weird but here's the thing so Luke is not happy that Rey found her, found him no Crazy. why did you
0: leave a freaking map then of your exact location <laughs> that was like the
1: entire plot of The Force Awakens so yes there's that but I'll put that aside just for a moment if you're, if you're mad this person found you and you don't want people to come and find you why don't you give this person a good reason to leave rather than just be annoying so she can leave and bring somebody else back
3: they know where he is at this point who else would she bring though Leia Well, Leia's already there like you mean you mean bring Leia to Luke? Yeah. To Octoo. Well, the whole point is that Luke doesn't want anybody. She's kind of busy.
1: No, but he doesn't know that.
3: Well, right. But
1: the the whole point is that he doesn't want anyone to know where he is. He doesn't want anybody there. He doesn't want anybody to be on his island. But he doesn't give Rey a good reason as to why that is, other than just being really weird the whole time.
3: But again, he gives a all... reason later on. Okay. but, but I mean, all this is
0: irrelevant because he literally left him a map yeah. of where he's going to be. So yeah, we can argue about this back and forth. But if he didn't want anybody there, here's the here's the answer to that: don't leave him a map of how to get to you because. Right. You know, I mean, he, I assume he left the map in case they needed him. Well, I mean, yeah, there's rumor there, has it that he left the map
3: him. basically just for Leia and then to kind of just show well, it to everyone.
1: <laughs> but, but that's the thing that Leia sent Rey yeah. to go get him, and he had no respect for that, which I thought was, it was weird. Like, I understand that it's not supposed to be the same Luke that we left in Return of the Jedi, but it, it just seemed strange. He seemed to be... Just channeling as weird as he could
3: be, which I can see. It maybe being on an island alone in isolation that will do that to a person. That will make them kind of. Has he been alone? Because he's talking to Yoda. Well, that was the first time he saw him, though. I thought, is it? Because he goes. Years? I mean, we don't know what happened. You know, when he was training the other Jedi, but I think that was at least a long time since he's seen him because he looked surprised to see him.
1: I mean, maybe. But that's my point. Is that there's a lot of assumptions about, well, he's obviously alone. He's not talking to the caretakers or he's not talking to force ghosts. He's just staring at, out into the ocean by himself is, is something that we have to take a leap to assume. But he's just weird the whole time with it. So then, you know, of course, he comes back to save the day. Did any of you question that that was going to happen? No. 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 Okay. It's
2: nice in Luke's character. It's in his nature. But it's also in storytelling,
1: right? Like, that's the most normal storytelling thing to do. Hey, we need your help. No. Hey, we need your help. No. Okay, fine. I mean,
3: you know, I did almost question it at one point because we did see his X-Wing submerged. And so I'm like, well, how is he going to get... Yeah, how would, he, how would he ever be able to get an X-Wing out of Liquid?
0: Because that's never been done in the Star Wars universe. Yes, but,
3: I mean, being submerged for that long, I don't know if there'd be, you know, technical complications, whatever. Okay. So... You know, well, I'm like,
2: clearly he didn't need it anyway. No,
3: clearly yeah, he's like, screw this. Well, and that was, so, that X-Wing is only shown
1: on screen to try to get you to think that he actually showed up there, and when he shows up on, on the salt planet, he, your first thought is, well, how the hell did he get there?
3: That's what I kind okay? of thought, too. That's
0: why
1: they left the X-Wing. Yeah.
0: yeah. No, I thought the point of the X-Wing when I saw it was that somebody was going to raise it out of the water,
1: and it was just going to be like Empire.
0: Oh, and I I'm thought like, so, okay, too, okay, at one
3: point. On. I'm like, is... Is that person going to well, raise sure. it? sure.
1: I think that's we were supposed to assume that we were going to see Luke do that and get in it and fly away to go help.
3: Oh, I right? figured once I, we saw Yoda, I thought he was going to do it again. Just because he's like, hmm, douchebaggy are you, and then raise it up and then he flies away. But clearly that didn't happen either.
1: Um, I had some issues with, with Luke's return as well as his force projection. Cause, so, okay, he looked like his younger self, like, from the Yeah, he, he got a haircut. Right? He dyed, He dyed his hair and everything. He also had the wrong lightsaber.
0: Mm-hmm. And his feet were not leaving footprints.
1: Well, there's, but that's because he was a projection.
0: Right. But, I mean, all of that was because he was a projection. Like, it was... But why I, was he projecting was the wrong print.
1: lightsaber? Why was he was projecting too.
3: his clothes different? I mean, it, obviously, well, he has such control of the Force well, that he can do that. As soon as I saw his lightsaber I'm like mm, something's different here something's not right but that's my but my point though because it like, got shattered
1: it's just strange that he would show up with the blue saber because the green saber is what's in all the flashbacks yeah right they show the green saber in all the which flashbacks is kind of, which
3: is very cool I like that
1: so that's the one Ben knows yeah so why would he show up with Anakin saber.
0: Because maybe they because wanted it Anakin. the same reason why they did all that stuff. It was because it, they, for the story to work, and they wanted to give you some hints that this was not actually him, and it was a projection. And if you had his green saber, then you would have gone, "Okay, well, maybe it is him." But with the blue saber, you know that it's there's no way that that thing still exists unless he like threw together his father's old lightsaber you know randomly. It just yeah. seemed weird for me. Well,
2: let's get down to the brass tacks of okay. it all. How do you guys feel about them killing off the second? person who's still alive and not the person who isn't alive. See
3: here's the thing. With the plans for nine, I felt that he was going to not necessarily torment Kylo but be a looming presence. Like he said, you know, if you strike me down, I will be, you know, more I will become a presence, you know, like your father whatever I can't remember what he said exactly, but
1: he didn't say it as well as Obi Wan did. He did not. He said it he
3: said it differently <laughs> and I think in the long run in nine he was going to be a presence looming over Kylo and Leia was gonna have to be the one to redeem him, and I bet you money Leia was going to pick up a lightsaber.
1: There there were rumors that Leia was supposed to be the focus of episode nine, yes. but it wasn't written yet. So when she when Carrie Fisher died, as sad as that is, you rewrite the end of Luke. You don't have to rewrite Leia's story. But you can rewrite the end of Luke and not have him fade away like Obi Wan did and maybe they the have movie.
3: big plans for Nine with him.
1: Maybe they do, maybe they don't. Maybe that was the long
4: run, I but don't it know. But just,
1: it just seemed more like a risk to kill off. Now there's nobody left from that original group, and no. now you have to rely on your new characters, but you've been leaning on the old for two movies.
3: Which I feel like in nine they're going to rely on Luke too much, which is going to lessen his death in eight. So
1: So then, I mean, that's again a problem.
3: Yeah. Right? So what you've
1: done is you've spent two movies where you're still leaning on the old. Mm -hmm. Right? You, You were leaning on Han in the first movie. You were leaning on Leia and Luke in this movie. And now you've got to move into the third. And you've got a situation where Finn and Poe still aren't really doing anything that spectacular. If anything, Poe almost ruins everything. A couple of times. Yeah, multiple times. And Finn is only alive because BB-8 is the greatest Mary Sue of all time.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Dude, BB-8, like... That droid was pretty spectacular in Force Awakens. Mm -hmm. And in this movie... He was, like, the hero. How (laughs) did he take care of everything? And I'm saying this... Droids
3: always do that, though.
2: so much, like, sarcasm and disdain. Like, how? Why? Why? He
1: breaks them out of prison. Yep. He he steals a ship for them. Yep. He, He steals a walker. That he just yeah. like, plugs into and is moving around, smokes yep. shit. Murders people with it. And just, yeah, just blowing people up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay.
0: BB-8's a badass. So I want to get back to Luke because yeah. I don't think we, yeah. we, we really finished we with didn't. that discussion. Moving yeah. on to BB-8. We digressed. Um, so the whole projection thing really cheaped out on what could have been, I think, a really amazing scene. We've never seen... Okay, so Anakin was born of the Force. His father was not existent. Mm-hmm. It was midi Clorians or the Force, whatever. Um, and so Luke's bloodline is basically the raw from Force. the Force. Yeah, we've never seen a power like Luke's. In theory, mm-hmm. right? There's nobody who, who could compare to somebody that was born of the Force. Um, what, what could have? We've seen barrier use in the Force before, like people blocking lasers and things like that. How awesome would it have been? for the AT-AT scene with all him shooting getting shot by all these AT-ATs and Luke to like have, you know, doing the Wonder Woman thing or something like, you know, like putting a shield around him yeah. and the laser blast And you like completely worn out because of the force that he had to use for that and then go into the real fight scene with Kylo. And have Kylo win. Sure, if that's what you're going to do, have Rey witness another one of her mentors get struck down or whatever, if you can call him a mentor from this movie, which is being very generous. Um, but you really could have done something amazing there, you know.
1: I, no, I totally agree with you. And in the new movies, they've even shown. I mean, one of the cool things that Kylo does in the first film is st- stop the blaster bolt in mid. That was cool, right? So Luke should be more powerful than Kylo if it's a bloodline by film, a lot. Right? Yeah, I mean, so why? And he's couldn't, been training for decades. Yeah, you know, thirty plus, almost forty years. Luke has been training to use the Force, right? Mm-hmm. So why couldn't he have stopped all of those? Throwing them aside. made giant explosions happen. Maybe blow I mean, up I'm not sure that something. I want him I to, know. like,
0: throw AT-ATs but aside. Shirt no, no, no. Cutting. Not the, the laser oh. bolts. The laser yeah. Bolts, yeah. I mean, there's right? no precedent for that, really, in the movie canon. Like, nobody's ever really stopped a AT-AT. It's no, no, not like no, no. a That's little blaster bolt.
1: Well, no. But if Kylo can, can stop a blaster right. bolt. Right? I'm just saying it's not, like, a huge leap. No, and
0: I agree with that. I feel
1: like it's less of a leap than what actually happens, yeah. which is a force projection across Which is something we've systems. never seen. And being able to be there in a corporeal state where you could have physical lightsaber contact. contact yeah. Right? Or the dice thing, which I'll get to later. Um, that is far beyond anything we've ever seen. There's nothing
0: like that in Rebels or the other cartoon that I've... Right? I mean, um, I'm pretty sure that in canon there's nothing like to that's think. ever happened.
3: There was... <sighs> to I mean, across, like, a force systems. projection across star systems <laughs> i don't believe so i think there's been there's been force ghosts for sure, sure yeah, yeah. but i don't think there's been a force projection until now where
0: somebody's li- living person has literally pushed themselves and made themselves look different to another star system not and... that i know of no, no.
1: And like okay. that that seems like a huge stretch for you but then again they changed the force ghosts because yoda can actually do stuff
0: see i never really saw that was it cool. as them dying. I always saw it as them just kind of becoming one with the force, so it's still kind. of... I was okay That's with how that people because see it was like manipulating the force no. still. But so
1: here, my, my my question is: though, if, if they can do that, and and only Jedi can do it, Sith can't do it, right? That's what well, they could, could right? but they don't know how. Okay, yeah, but my potential point potential is though. Star. So in canon, Sith we, can be Force Ghosts. Yeah, We just will. in canon, yeah. Who in canon Darth Bane is a, is a has a Force Ghost? Yep. What's
3: that in uh, Clone Wars? Interesting. Yeah.
1: I've been told otherwise, so that's interesting. Well, watch, anyway, the, watch the
3: Yoda arc and you'll see it.
1: So you got one Sith Force, Force ghost. You have at least four or three uh, Jedi, because you've got Obi-Wan, Qui-Gon, Yoda, and Anakin. Yeah. Right?
3: Maybe who Anakin... Who, who why is those? Anakin
1: then just showing up and talking to Kylo? Or slapping them in the face, because I guess you can do that. It's just, if Yoda can show up and set a tree on fire with lightning, I feel like the other guys could have helped maybe stop the First Order.
3: They could have, and they're like, mm, let's see how this pans out, and then that didn't go so well.
1: So all that does is make the Jedi <laughs> look even worse than they already do in these movies. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that, that scene, as like cool as it felt in the moment, definitely should, should have been better.
0: I, don't, I didn't have it as much of a problem with that. I mean Yoda is nine it was 900 years I, old. Sorry, I
1: meant back at the the battle. Oh, okay, sorry. yes, the great cra- battle know. or whatever. Yeah. yeah.
0: I loved I'm going to say I mean I know we haven't talked about the planet, but that planet like oh, I love the planet. And Who really the cinematography is the best thing I can say about the movie. It's like yeah. everything was beautiful pretty much and
3: I love the contrast between, you know, the bright, hot white, and then the deep reds. So those yeah. are yeah. really pretty, and I love that. I, I didn't like the design
0: of the ships so that was basically designed to
3: manipulate that. But it looked like a B-wing that was like But why discarded. did it need this one, like, rudder thing to, to skip help up balance all this? It? Yeah. It, it was in the middle? Thing, the middle? Is, yeah, that gives it, it balance. It was very weird. A,
0: like, I don't, no, whatever. I
1: know, but that's, that's Star Wars, tro- one of Star Wars tropes is to create a weird ship for this planet. That's what yeah. they do. Right? Uh, that's why there's a bunch of different walkers, and there's a million mm. different vessels. I
3: like the new walkers. They were very cool looking. Because you get a mix of new walkers, then you see in the background a bunch of old AT-ATs as well. So, Which, funny enough, for those who play the Battlefront game, you find out that the First Order is actually a contingency plan from Emperor Palpatine. So it's just basically like him you saying... you get that from a loot crate? No, you get it, you get it from the campaign. <laughs>
0: Here's a little Easter egg if you unlock this loot crate for no, $5. No, you get it
3: for the, from the campaign, but you find out that the First Order is, you know, a you know, basically a branch off of the Empire. So a lot of... I mean, that's why a lot of things look the same. I just
1: assume that because it all looks exactly Oh, I the did same.
3: I mean, yeah, but uh, I'm like, mm, are they just followers of Palpatine? But then you find out it's, like, nah. legit. If Palpatine dies, then a new thing happens.
1: Yeah, I kind of just assumed that they were just
3: the continuation of the yeah, Empire. Yeah, I kind of did too, but now... Stark you know, just change the name. An official canon. <laughs>
1: um... By the way, the fact that a video game like Star Trek did this with the uh, the O nine video game tie in, video games should not be canon in franchises like this, in my opinion, because not everyone's gonna play the video game yeah. and get all the DLC and all that BS. So that bothers me. But that's, I digress. Um, but yeah, this the planets beautiful most most of the time. The planets are beautiful. The ships are beautiful, right? I don't think I've ever looked at a ship and thought that it was. Like poorly con- constructed from a CGI standpoint. Maybe the design is silly, but the, the artist did a good yeah. job. Yeah, the right? one that
0: looked like an iron. It was a spaceball ship. The, the iron. Yeah, there was one that looked like an iron, like a like you iron your clothes
3: with. That was an actual iron. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it looked weird. like a Star Trek symbol to me, but that's just Because me. it was
1: supposed to look like you were about to be stepped on or whatever. And yeah. An oh, okay. pressing I thought it
3: looked like the Star Trek symbol. I'm like, yeah, that's not JJ It was probably. another
1: joke thrown in the movie, yeah. that yeah. seemed kind of out of place at the time. Because, like, people are dying. The rebellion is about to be literally crushed, like, for the first time, legitimately crushed. Yeah. yeah. And, like, here's a and joke, it, you know? And, that
3: like, did very, it reminded me a lot of, like, a Mel Brooks joke. And yeah, I'm like, this balls. seems I mean, very much like Spaceballs. Well, yeah, I'm pretty sure there was a ship that
0: wasn't iron in Spaceballs. I mean, if there wasn't, it definitely could have been, and right. I wouldn't even think I mean, there's
1: Mega Maid, so... Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, but, uh, but, yeah, so the the planets were beautiful. Um, the ships were good.
3: So uh, if we're going on characters, so we did Luke. Let's go on to we'll do Leia. Sure. Uh,
2: Leia was great, minus the scene in space when she finally uses the force. Oh, I, love no, and, I love that scene. I no, love so that scene so much. Poor oh, God, CGI, that was terrible, man. That, it
3: that,
1: wasn't just the CGI. For me, that might be my least favorite scene in the saga, really, in the whole saga. I absolutely I loved it. That. It's, I'm
0: not surprised. So, aside
1: from it narratively making absolutely zero sense, it looked like shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it looked like the Matrix Revolution. See.
2: It would have looked better if somebody had taken a Leia doll and... <laughs> yeah.
3: you, you
1: could you could have used, like, a sideshow collectible of her and it would have looked better, you know? Like see,
3: I didn't... I I loved it. Why like, did you maybe, love that? Can you maybe explain it, it? Maybe it was we'll just it me, my inner Leia fanboy, going, holy shit. I chick, think that's what it was, but that's what I She actually using, like, the Force. Like, I was so happy to okay. see it. We knew she was Force-sensitive but she in should Empire. But well, we don't know how space works, okay. though. Okay, yes we do. Well We no, actually do. Science no. <laughs> tells us exactly how space Because Guardians of the Galaxy, they had, I had people problem with that breathing scene. in space. And
1: somehow, that scene, which was made several years ago, was better. <laughs>
3: it, it was I better did not bad. mind You're it at all. I was still I was in awe of the fact I'm that gonna, they had... Have you seen the third Matrix movie? A long time ago. The fight scene
1: that's a off of Dragon long time ago. Ball um, looked exactly <laughs> the like, same.
2: When that... When that bomb blew up and took out the majority of the rebel leaders, that was a punch to the gut. And sitting there... Well,
3: do you remember? Thinking, I hit you because yes. I thought, like, oh, you my God. You
2: loud and you are drunk. <laughs> you need
3: care. to bring it down a I bit. I don't care.
2: No, but, like, <laughs> that would have been...
3: But do you remember me, like, hitting yeah, you going, like, I oh, do. my God, they I actually killed a off Terry Yeah, They killed I, off Leia. Uh,
2: yeah. That would have been more emotional to me that cheap looking cgi fly through space took that away
3: see i didn't i only like, saw my, it one time with you guys my, i don't know if it looked cheaper now i can't my remember my heart it did.
2: my heart went out for admiral akbar at that point i was like
3: and I forgot he died Son until they said, got... "Oh, by the way, Admiral Ackbar is dead." What? Yeah, a throwaway he's... from somebody that's been through so much. He's and gone. Then he gets
1: a right, he's got like one line in the Force Awakens.
0: I'm going to tell you why you're being a Leia fanboy, and then that scene was. Well, not
3: no, right. I'm not, I haven't finished yet. Oh, okay. Because everybody else had already talked, so I thought maybe you had finished. No, oh, everyone talked over me. Let's, so, let's,
1: let's calm it down a little bit.
3: <laughs> the reason why I liked it so much is because they showed Leia being. Not as powerful as Luke, obviously, but still being in the realm of she could take down, you know, whoever Kylo Ren, the Empire, whatever.
1: So you're telling me that that
3: scene was the best way they could have shown that she can use the Force well? Well, they haven't showed it anywhere else, really, except for her just being, you know, sitting down somewhere going, I feel someone. And that's the problem. That is
2: not Ryan Johnson's, like duty to make up for though and if you do you don't do it with space superman like
1: well and if you do like here, here's the thing yeah it's a poorly written scene it makes no sense from a narrative standpoint she's in space freezing over she's dead she is dead right not dead. It, it wasn't realistic <laughs> in guardians of the galaxy it wasn't realistic here either and but, here it
2: just looked worse.
1: But you get here it just looked bad on top of it. So you took something that doesn't—it doesn't really work in the realm of sci-fi—and then you also made it look really cheap in
3: a movie that had a massive budget. But I'm also wondering: was this a scene that they added in maybe after her death? So that's why they had to do CGI, or was doesn't this... matter.
1: Then, then don't do it, yeah. is the thing. Like if that's what it's going to look like. You need to have the integrity to say this doesn't look good enough to be in the film. Well, her, you know, because, her... so here's the question then: If
3: it wasn't in the film originally, does that mean the bridge did not show, blow up or that she did die? I don't think it was in the film originally because when she was in her hospital, you know, when she was in their, her coma, Ryan Johnson said that she was not on set for that. That was CGI. Someone C- they CGI'd her face onto someone else. Or so, did like a prosthetic So, why, or why did
1: that look okay?
3: Because maybe that was a still shot. That wasn't a moving shot in space.
1: Look, it looked better with with Tarkin in Rogue One. Okay, well, let's get past the fact that it looked bad.
0: Okay. It looked bad. We can. We three of the four of us are saying it looked bad. That I mean, I would say that's probably the case. You said you couldn't remember if it looked bad because you were fanboying so hard. Um, <laughs> The reason why narratively that didn't make sense, it was a bad idea to do, was because the most we've ever seen, including in Force Awakens, that she's ever been able to do as far as a connection to the Force is to get a feeling about Han or Luke. That's it. Now you're telling me that she can not only manipulate the Force and do things that uh, the Emperor couldn't do, and
3: other characters that have been thrown. We never never saw the Emperor shot in space. No, we saw him thrown down an elevator shaft. Which, I mean. Okay, I I don't think it's that much of a a stretch. I think what they were setting up, though, was her to be more powerful in Nine with the Force. Okay, maybe they had
1: But then when she she dies in real life and you can't do that anymore, that's what
3: reshoots are for. But I didn't think they wanted to do a reshoot. They wanted to give her a a fitting, you know, It doesn't make it... Good. You can't go. No, from... <laughs> but I think they wanted to make her give her a fitting kind of you know tribute, and so they, I don't think they to do not they, they
1: failed. No, they didn't. They really did. They did. I think
0: that it's going from you can't go from one to nine without having two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and they went from one to nine. There was literally no explanation. Are you telling me that while Kylo was
3: training with Luke, that she was also training? With yeah, Luke? but Ray could use the Force. Ray could use, do a Jedi Rey mind trick. Ray could, mind Rey could fly through that. space, and they, but they didn't show our training. They didn't show anything. We're she not going to agree on
1: this. Unlocking Jedi Mind trick. It's a bad scene. that makes I sense. liked it. I know you did. And I know it's You're because Carrie like Fisher it. died. Well, and... no, it's
3: because it was a cool scene. I'm like, yeah, fuck
1: yeah, Leia's using the Force. So she had used the Force to grab a cheeseburger, you would have liked that too by that logic. No. Right? So, because you just got to see her use I the I would have liked Force. that
0: better than what we saw. <laughs> Look, I like to when, an actor, to when an actor
1: dies. You have to be careful about how you handle it. Well, yeah, right. and it happens a lot in, in major franchises, mm-hmm. especially ones that have been around for long the Star Wars
2: had that the shit part blow up towards the end of the film, so I could still have that great line that Carrie says, the, "I changed my hair with Luke." Because if you kill her off at that close to the beginning, you don't get that great line, and I want that line. That line was like the only joke in there that wasn't. Over the top for me. That would have had the huge emotional gut punch that Empire did when Vader was revealed to be the father, and that is what I wanted because that's how it felt when Carrie Fisher died as a person to me. I felt like I was punched in the gut. Oh yeah. So that is what I wanted out of this movie in a way, and that <laughs> here's how
0: you fix that in the narrative: you switch the purple hair girl and Leia, and let her do the lightspeed jump through the other ship. She sacrificed herself to save everybody. That's how you do it in the movie. That's a send-off for Princess Leia. Not this random person that we met for... That's
1: good. That, yeah. there, you know what I mean? There's even other ways to do it, right? I'm Which sure you could have I'm just saying narratively. The, the bridge blows up, and because she was on the other side of the table, she didn't get sucked out before the shield came on. Right? That's been in sci-fi for decades. Right, and that episode right?
3: three, actually, too. They like, had a shield there, or a, so a blast hurt, door, or whatever. Or something. Right? She got
1: hurt. Maybe some glass blew up and cut her, and she's got a concussion. And she still has to do everything else except the floaty, spacey part, right, would have been fine. Uh, you could have skipped the b- bridge blowing up altogether because Vice Admiral Holdo can still be the leader, in charge, yeah. right? Because we, we don't know the hierarchy. We don't know that Akbar outranks her, right? right? You know, um, Make her second in command. That's fine. Nobody's going to have a problem with that. Um, and what you've done now is put in a position where you had this really cool character of, of Vice Admiral, and you've killed her off. She's gone now.
3: Right. Yeah. She was cool. Dude. I
1: liked her she too. Was. She was all right. I, she, I mean, she's better than nobody. I sure didn't like this.
2: So, we knew very little about her because I didn't care about the character for her sacrifice. It wasn't very big for yeah, me. It would have
0: been a lot more moving with Leia because you would have had Absolutely. you know four movies worth of content to right build up this character and then to have 100%. her sacrifice for the
3: rebellion. You know. And so then you also
2: get to keep a cool female for the... A hierarchy tonight. and yeah. someone
3: in power. So to wrap up Leia, what did you guys think about her and Luke's scene?
1: Well, so real quick though, one something that's kind of important. People want to say this was a good tribute to her, but they're going to have to kill her off.
3: No, they don't.
2: They just... No, they don't. Not I feel like all. she's the general.
1: That so so doesn't mean
3: anything. She not could,
2: showing her is...
3: They could easily say she's leading an attack from our new base. She is off on a mission. She. They could easily do like, that. Are you kidding? I,
2: I absolutely adore you, but they cannot give her the same treatment that they give to sitcoms when they write out a character like oh they're on the other side of the building that we just never yeah, have in show it's weird you're okay
3: like, with that being her ending in the story instead hurt. of I mean like Star Trek is I mean if they kill her off I'm with, okay with it as long as they do it with with in a Anton proper Yelchin. way
1: but that's because Chekhov is supposed to live through all these other events because they're in the
3: past right
1: like, Carrie Fisher's Leia is older Right. right, so I
3: they, mean, they could very well kill her off for sure. So they, as long they, as they do it properly, I'm okay with it. But they can so still they do it the put, other way.
1: They have to put her in a situation that is even more deadly than th- surviving her a direct in explosion in outer and space. And she
0: can't use her force powers to get out
3: of it. Apparently,
1: that's a hard corner that they painted themselves into. Now,
3: Well, they have a plan for it, we don't know what nine's going to be. Well, but we they do have know no plan that for Nine anything. wasn't written when this one was was
1: produced. Nine wasn't written yet. Right. So they have to figure that out.
2: Nine's not written now. J.J. just just pitched pitched like two days ago. It's like
1: partly written or whatever. the the movie's not written. That wasn't the original plan, but they kept the movie the way it was after Carrie Fisher died. They have to explain why she dies now. Ryan
0: Johnson, my thought is that he did the stuff he wanted to do, and he's like, I don't have to
1: mess with these characters anymore. I don't (laughs) have to mess with these characters anymore let J.J. figure it out um but okay so the scene with her and leia was a sweet scene i love that the her joke Luke. Luke, sorry, sorry. I, uh it's a great scene i loved it the dice are totally lame that is faked nostalgia that is not actually there because none of you remember
3: those dice being in the Millennium falcon no. i do because Chewie hits his blaster on it in this movie no in the like episode four you remember that yeah because remember they were like dangling spikely <laughs> sparkly on. yeah no, I swear to God, I do. Fine, fine.
1: You, 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 you remember
3: that I would have,
0: detail? <laughs> I would have been okay with it if it had been like his blaster. I didn't know they or were dice. But I knew there, know, there was parts more dangling. I it was
2: going to be his jacket.
0: That would have been okay, like something that was more iconic for the character. The dice. I mean, I as a, I'm a hardcore Star Wars fan, so yes, I knew that there were dice on the Millennium Falcon, but they weren't ever like a point in the movie that was something that was I was attached to. Well,
1: that's my point. It's fake nostalgia. Yeah. Right, they weren't something of Hans that were ever shown to have any type of value See, <laughs> yeah. I, anybody, I would have thought yeah.
2: it was much better to do the jacket since that was what he was wearing when he died. A and B, it was um what he was wearing when they made up. When they right, had, and that to me is more emotional than I would have rather
3: have like, been his old jacket. I do words. kind of that wonder why warm. they did the dice, but I'm like, oh, maybe it's because Luke touched the dice and this, I don't know. But
1: that's that's my point. So it was this faked force nostalgia. That I'm watching there going... I, A million okay. people
2: have Han Solo blasters and jackets. Nobody has replica yeah. dice. Right. That's kind oh, of Oh, there is
1: somebody producing
3: them now. Yeah, to of because sure. yeah. now, now they sure. matter,
1: right?
2: Because but they've before been in they And they'll probably have
3: some significance in the Han Solo solo movie. Which yeah, is... I'm sure they'll do that. But yeah. see, that that's retroactive
1: nostalgia. It is. Nostalgia, right? So my point is, like, this movie... One of the arguments I've had with people about this movie is everyone wants to say this is some big departure for the saga, and I don't see it being any different than any of the other movies. I think Rogue One was more of a departure than I Nicholas. see it
3: taking maybe a few more risks than the other ones. Like? With character development and killing off characters.
2: This one did feature more Pokemon than any of the other ones.
1: But as far as killing off characters, though, in The Force Awakens, they kill off Han. In well, Rogue One, they kill off everybody. Killing <laughs> off
3: characters that, you know, we didn't expect to get killed off. Who died in The Last
1: Jedi that was shocking to
3: you? Snoke. I was not expecting him to get killed off.
2: I, okay, so those reveals that Snoke and Rey are literally nobodies was ridiculous. That's not a reveal to me. And unless your big drawn-out plan here is to make Kylo not the Darth, but the Emperor of this, then I feel like you're failing with those. Like,
1: <laughs> No, I, I think you're making a really good point. It goes back
0: to the point that I made earlier, whereas I think that... Uh...
2: The I, Force I Awakens
0: set it Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, the fans are, you know, they're saying, oh, the fans built up all these expectations and did all the fan theories and all that crap. But no, J.J. Abrams set that up because he kept making, in the script, comments about Ray's parents. Mm-hmm. And about and Snoke, they gave you no information on, but you know that he's like the leader of the First Order, so he's got to have some big backstory or something. And, you know, the, now that fans are disappointed when you find out that Ray's parents are nothing, I'm pretty sure in our Force Awakens podcast, I said that I hoped that she would not have parents that were of any significance. Yeah. But I'm I'm disappointed because I didn't expect that, and I think that the way that they led us into that, to thinking that it was Which, to be... Which, to
3: be fair, that could be retconned in 9. But... It could be. Absolutely.
2: But I think that would be
3: cheap, and I think that,
1: you know... Anything that 9 retcons from 8 makes 8 even worse.
2: That's true. Yeah.
3: Unless Kyla was just, you know, doing a whole mind trick with her, or not mind trick, a mind game with her the whole entire time. What, to Snow's try and... not dead? Well, not, not Snoke. No, Street like... i about her parents. At
2: this point, the, the Snoke payoff that we all kind of wanted to see him be a bigger badass. Like, I don't care that these people aren't connected. I don't care that she's not a Kenobi or Skywalker. I, I mean, it would have been really cool, though, had her parents been one of the other Jedis that died. Or that was it her would, grandparents. It would make more something.
3: sense because of how powerful she is. Like, you don't just randomly show up and be that powerful yeah, without having some kind of... She's more
0: power. This is, goes back to my Anakin born from the Force yeah. point because right. you
3: ha- you're telling me that a nobody... She had no training but could use all this. Not and even no Snow... training. Snoke even makes mention right. of that saying a girl with no training bested you with a lightsaber. Not like... even no training. I'm right. saying that like her overall Force power, Luke says,
0: I've seen it only once and it didn't scare me then but it scares me now. Yeah. Obviously she's more powerful or more in tune of the Force than he is but yes. she has no lineage with the Force whereas he was li- his right.
1: bloodline was literally born of the Force so so was Kylos.
3: I agree, like, yes. Like, that's
1: my problem. So, okay, so that doesn't really bother me, because if you go back to the prequels, there were tons of Jedi. Hundreds, thousands yes, of Jedi. that were more Jedi. powerful than Luke and Anakin. Well, I'm not, I'm not saying that, but, I mean, it, it's hard to put them on, like, a canon scale, It's really right? not. But though. Mace Windu and Yoda were incredibly powerful. The Emperor was incredibly powerful. True. We don't know, would the Emperor beat Snoke? Would Mace Windu be more this, powerful than Luke? this isn't, like, a fan fight right? thing. No, no, but my, my point, though, is... It, To an extent, it has to be, because if we want to say that it's surprising Rey's and nobody because of how powerful she is, we have to then assume that all of the powerful Jedi are from some special bloodlines. And the saga never tells you that. The Skywalkers are the only special bloodline. My problem is that, her exactly, the Skywalkers are the only special bloodline, and this
0: one character that has no bloodline is more powerful than the Skywalkers who are literally born of the Force. Well, That's we,
1: where my problem we is. We don't know that she's more powerful, because Ky- Kylo's still alive. In fact, he's leading the entire First Order now, and he's a Skywalker. But she seems to be more powerful than Luke. Maybe she's just, She might not be well, more powerful than Kylo. I don't, that really hasn't been established. I don't know that she's more powerful than Luke. Yeah. She's
0: certainly doing things that Luke, like, did wasn't doing at that point in his training. Well, that, that, that
1: may be true, right? But, you know... He was also in a different position. He didn't have people using the force around him to push him to do things. You know, he he didn't have his mind pried open she, by a by a by a not, a not a Sith, a bad guy. She didn't even uh,
0: realize that the force was a real thing in Episode Seven.
1: No, I, I know, but my my point is more that there is there is nothing to say that Luke has to be the most powerful, right? If anything, he should be less powerful than Anakin. And Ben should be less powerful than Luke because the bloodline gets thinned out as it goes down. I guess
0: I would put it like I would. I just assume that they're all on a fairly equal power level, but it doesn't but if matter. But it's, if it's
1: strict, if it's if you want to base it on bloodlines, that's how bloodlines work, right? So if you don't want to base it on bloodlines, then Rey could be equally or more powerful because it's not based on bloodlines. The end of the movie. Is is a throwback to that that anybody could be a Jedi, right? But this is the only movie where it's like every other movie was about the, very how end, we
0: the Force. This uh, every other movie was talking about how the Skywalkers are the pretty much the ones to bring balance to the Force. They're the most powerful there, ones. There's a prophecy, and now this but, one movie is saying, "Oh no, you can be anybody and be more powerful than this bloodline born of the Force." Well, but don't
1: forget though that the saga also shows that prophecy is wrong at least twice if not three times. Because first it's Anakin who's supposed to bring Ballast to the Force, then it's Luke, and then no, there's another. Well, Anakin
3: does bring Ballast to the Force at the very end, at seven, at six. That that can be argued,
1: because the First Order is clearly still destroying the galaxy so balance i don't know but my point well, is that with prophecy Sith-wise. that prophecy is fluid that prophecy has changed through the six movies that begin with those right it was three different characters that the prophecy was about at different points in time so maybe the prophecy is now about ben i don't know because people want to say that it's this big departure but literally the most powerful person in the galaxy right now is kylo and he is a skywalker
3: but she's nobody this. So it's eight fifty two. How long is this podcast going to be? <laughs> it can be
1: as long as we want it to be. It's our last one of the year.
3: Okay, I just want to make sure because we haven't gotten go a through like
2: longer because we haven't talked about. Anything there, like anything else with Ray and Kylo, and then we have to mention the other the... new characters too. I mean, we, we don't have to really at least talk about. Least Finn and Rose. Okay, yeah. that's
1: good. We just done it. that was enough. They're cute together, but they do
3: literally nothing to progress Finn the
0: is the, like yeah, he's great. I love the actor and I love the character, but he really doesn't have there was no point to him being The canto really bite
3: come. scene to me was kind of just there for plot.
0: No, no, it wasn't there for plot. It, it was there to cuz it didn't have anything I mean, to do with It was a beautiful
3: scene. It was everything was beautiful costumes, the set design, everything was great, but it was just What did there. it do for the plot? Nothing. Exactly, yeah. Like, it was the only point James of it was time. that
0: it was for Phasma, like, to get him to Phasma. That was the only yeah, you're point. Right. Of, Which of I hated
1: that they wasted the Phasma Maybe so, so but made, much. But well, she, she's the Boba Fett of the
3: new trilogy. I want Everyone her to still be alive cool. so bad.
1: The actress, Christine, uh, is great. She's awesome in Game of Thrones. This is not anything about her. Yeah, Gwendolyn
3: Christie's fantastic. The character? Mm-hmm. Is just she did more cool than the armor. Force Awake.
1: She's just in different armor. That's the only thing that sets her out. It's like Boba Fett. There's no reason these characters should be put on a pedestal. They actually haven't done anything in the movies.
3: I mean, okay, so I can argue that with you for her at least. What
1: has she done in the movies? That's any in
3: the she movies let them take the or get in the and the movies games, not a whole lot. Awakened. But she, in, gave up she does have canon other things that happened with her in books, and she has her own little mini comic series. But it's still considered canon, so you have to count it.
1: I'm not saying that those things don't count. What I am saying is, it's the movies that make a billion dollars. It the does, books. yes. So the average fan does not read the books. No, right. So you have to take her at face value. And in the movies, yeah, in
0: Force Awakens, All she just was, do was allowed
3: allow them to destroy the Star Killer base. In The inside. Last Jedi, at least she does a little bit more than the Force Awakens. I'll give her that. But I'm still hoping that like her armor is fireproof and she, yeah, <laughs> except for a giant hole in it. Well, maybe she can have a burn scar or something. Yeah. She has to be dead. Does she?
2: They can't just bring her back like they did Boba. Please don't. Like, it's...
0: if Leia can turn into space Superman, then I'm sure...
2: (laughs) But she's nobody. Like, she was also raised up from... no she? is not special. (laughs) She was a stolen child, just like everybody else. And she bought into the First Order bullshit, since everybody else is cussing. Yeah, we're we're finishing the year off
1: strong.
3: It's fine. (laughs)
2: And she dies. She was bested in a fiery battle, and she dies. She got
3: a cool battle scene. I will give her that. It wasn't really that cool.
2: Sometimes that happens. Sometimes you die in battle. Yeah, and that's
1: fine. She has to be dead at this point. You can't bring her back in in episode nine. It cheapens
2: it every time they bring somebody back. It truly does.
1: No, I agree with you. Um,
2: she has, like, a really cool line on Game of Thrones. She's still alive there, so she still gets a paycheck, people.
1: No, yeah, and that's the thing. It's nothing against her. It's not an actor problem. It's, it's a writing problem for the character. There's just nothing for the character to See, do. I don't
2: know why
3: they wasted her. Like, that could have been... She could have done so many cool things, but they wasted her. I
2: honestly don't think there needed to be a reason for her to look... Different. She didn't need the chrome. She didn't need the cape. She is the only one the out reason there. There's why nobody else. There's no other captains of the stormtroopers. Well, there's that a get reasoning to dress why that behind that
3: the chrome. It's not explained in the movies, but there's a reasoning but behind. But again, the chrome. See, that's a
1: problem, right? If you want to do all your explaining in the books, you gotta tell people that. Which I
3: do. Ag- <laughs> I mean, I do agree that you know it would be nice to know that she took the chrome from Palpatine's out because she is so much in favor of the Empire in the first order that she crafted her armor out of that. That's why I can deflect blaster bolts because Palpatine's could deflect blasters. You know
2: what? And Han Solo has a black wife in the book. So let's just like stop talking about the books and start talking about this awful plot hole written movie.
1: So the Finn and Rose storyline literally does nothing for the plot because they completely fail. It was an excuse to get Benicio Del Toro in the movie for really no reason. When he was a terrible... like wh- So bad. What was the that point is of he having he a droid this? or is he a person? Like, I wonder a, if he's always the droid
3: because he has like, that tick. Yeah, but he also stutters. Like, I I mean, that,
1: like, that would randomly. be the most advanced droid in the entire galaxy. Right, they've right. never been so.
0: shown to have droids like that. No. I mean, it would be...
2: He could be a Cylon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, yeah, the character choices for his character were kind of lame. I get that he's like... Essentially, he's the real villain of the movie, right? Snoke was not the villain. It was he, he right. was the one that was there that was uh, sh- to show uh, the characters that the good people do the same thing the bad people do, right. and you know whatever. I think they could have handled that a lot better.
1: I, I mean, that was the message they were trying to show: the good guys buy guns from the same people the bad guys buy yep. guns from, right? Yeah, and that's a real world thing, and it's a problem. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but
0: like addressing it in like a two second scene, yeah. you know, in a in a Part the good of the guys movie that didn't even need to be are there. Are also not
2: destroying entire planet systems. So let's weigh it, out the lesser evils. So, well so. yeah, but he was a complete waste of space. Like going back to comparing Guardians of the Galaxy, he he had the same amount of screen time as a collector. And he was Way
0: better, as a collector. <laughs> ten <laughs> times
2: better. Like I know Benicio del Toro just wants to be the awkward weird guy in every film he's in. He does those. He makes yes. those choices, and he did it here. And I was just like. I didn't buy
0: it. Point. I bought it as a collector, but that stutter was not like it was a weird thing for me. I like, didn't a get weird the... acting yeah. choice. Yeah.
2: You know, Ryan Johnson wasn't like you should do that. actually yeah.
1: like... um, Now for Poe, Poe actually bothered me quite a bit because he went from like the hot shot, real, real like face of the rebellion, getting promoted at the end of the Force Awakens to not giving a damn about hierarchy in the military at and all. getting
0: demoted in
3: the first you know, five minutes of the movie. But is that because this takes place literally right after Force Awakens? Yeah. Do you think that's because he's so, like, kind of still angry about what happened with the First Order destroying the Republic? He's like, I'm going to destroy you.
1: Maybe it is, maybe it isn't, but it kind of ruins the character for me. Because in The Force Awakens, he's a hero, and in The Last Jedi, he's just a meddling... A hotshot flyboy, no, as Apollo like, calls him. He's a meddling little kid who is who almost derails the only plan that the Rebellion has to survive because he has a hunch and doesn't like the Vice Admiral on a personal level, right? You know he has no, no evidence for anything that he believes. He risks their detection by sending off the pod with Finn. Um, on a, on he a, gets
0: most of
2: the bombers killed. He, was, he, gets, he gets all bombers killed. Speaking of the bombers, retreat.
0: really, the Republic is using bombers in space that
1: are supposed to drop bombs down onto something. Which, where
0: are the I y don't think wing? that's how space works. Where are the Y-wings
2: at? That's I don't assume they don't have
1: those anymore. They have A-wings? Yeah, but I just assume like the Y-wings I know we're supposed to... Be I don't, don't even care about that. that I care but, about yeah. the physics. Yeah. Bombs don't fall down in space, guys. No, Star, in, Wars in, in Star Wars bombs do. In Star Wars, ships do sink. It happens in almost oh, right. every battle. <laughs> yeah, that bothered me. This was actually the
0: first movie where I noticed that, and it bothered me. Oh, really? it I'm sure, sure it does.
1: Yeah, when they start blowing up, they, they blow all down. They blow up down. Yeah, yeah they all. Blow oh, up. I
0: see what you mean. It
2: shouldn't. They should say level. Like, or like in blow Star out. Trek. Yeah. I mean,
1: well, but Star Star Trek has some of that stuff too. Like in, in Star Trek Three, when the Enterprise is about to blow up, like it tilts. So, like the idea is that I get it. If the ships were all pointed at weird angles, it would look silly and confusing. I understand but the bombs were a little more egregious because of how specific yeah. that scene is. <laughs> yeah, and how integral it
0: is to the whole movie. And Rose's whole character, I mean, and Poe's character, like, it's integral to a lot
1: of things. Well, I mean, let's let's also talk about how the Dreadnought, which is supposed to be a fleet killer, has a giant hole in the top of it. If like the Death as Star it's... does, it's not surprising.
3: You're going is... <laughs> to hate me when I say it. Oh, no. Here we go.
1: If it's no. in the books, I don't care.
3: No, it's not in the books. Is it in the video game? Yeah. No. <laughs> don't care. <laughs> I don't, because I know, but I'm just saying that you know it's it's there. You just gotta look for at it.
1: So, at some point, the the bad guys have to stop designing ships with they, giant bullseyes. I do agree. <laughs> In yes. Road
0: Two, Electric Boogaloo, we're gonna somebody's gonna have the plans for the dreadnought. We're gonna find out that he was like,
1: I'm working for the Republic. I'm gonna put a big hole that nobody's gonna notice on top of it. Now, additionally, I like that scene even less because there was a rumor for that scene that ended up not being true. That I think would have been better. What and was that it? was there was the the rumor for why the dreadnought was flat was that they were going to have an actual space battle of troops on the outside yeah. of the ship. Oh, I heard that too. Yeah, and I thought that would have been at least new. Maybe unique, it was a different scene. I don't know. I cannot think of anything in sci-fi where that's actually happened. And that would have been something very groundbreaking that would have looked cool
3: and unique. I so say it happened in the Clone Wars TV show. That doesn't. I mean, it counts, no, but I it's mean, not like you can yeah. Animate I mean, it. A, like exactly a, li- a live action. like a live action. Yes, I yeah. agree. Because
1: yeah, Star Trek did it in the animated series in the 70s. Yeah, right. But I mean, in live action, like real people, and
3: that would be cool. Yeah, that would have been really it cool. It
2: would
3: have been fun. Um, did you guys like the dynamic between <laughs> Ho and Hux in the very beginning? No. I thought that was... Okay, so I have mixed feelings that on that. That was
2: dumb.
0: Poe, po, it is in Poe's character to make jokes like that. Like, he made yeah. the joke about, do I start talking? Do you start yeah. talking? So, in Force Awakens. So, I was okay with that to his character. But the problem with that for me was, do phones exist in Star Wars? And hold? Putting people on hold? Like, is that a thing in Star Wars? Nobody's ever said it, but he made jokes about it. Right? Like it that's was a little
1: colloquial. I think was the real issue with that was that it was just, it was very normal conversational dialogue. And then he made a mama joke.
3: Yeah.
2: It, I enjoyed anyway, I was going to say something quick. I liked him books. a lot. Like, I'm sure you were because. <laughs> I, I am so happy with Hux's character because he's like one of the first characters that does the job for me. But he's
0: just very one dimensional. So right. But down. I don't
2: care. Like he is acting it. So that I hate him and I do. He is the only one getting the job. I'm supposed to love Ray and Finn and Poe and I'm supposed to have weird tingly feelings about Kylo from what my Twitter feed I mean. says I took. <laughs> I I don't I don't know. Um but Bruce
1: Wayne25 does agree about the vulnerability thing on the Dreadnought, by the way. I
2: just want to
0: throw
1: that in there.
0: But it's so different than the other movies, guys. This one was groundbreaking and changed everything in Star Wars. Ryan
2: didn't make this movie for
0: you. Right, I know.
1: He made it for the real fans.
3: No, not... he made
2: it for him. Oh, okay. <laughs> like... yeah,
3: that's true. And
1: by the way, just as a parallel here, to say that something that happened in The Last Jedi is okay because it's explained in a book is like saying the Hobbit movies are okay because of the Lord of the Rings movies. And that's not, that doesn't work for me. It's got to be good on its own. It has to. Um, And we we haven't talked about Kylo at all.
0: So we need to
2: talk about Kylo and Ray and their whole little force connected mind trickery. I'm going to say
0: that Kylo was the best part of the movie for me. He He
2: still doesn't like it's because
0: he He almost
1: had me. He almost did. So anyone who doesn't know, I actually really found Kylo annoying in the uh, the Force Awakens. I did not Adam Driver Kylo. I like Adam Driver, but uh, Kylo, I just. He was a little too whiny, a little too
3: teenagery, Anakin-y. Anakin. Yeah,
1: as you know, as an adult, didn't work for me. Um, in this movie, he almost had me. He really
3: did. What was the part that lost you?
1: When he he is the Star Wars version of the movie Magneto. Where he's, no, he's a good guy, but he's really a bad guy. But no, he's going to be a good guy again, but he's a bad guy. But he likes Grey.
0: they really did, like, 90% of that in this one movie. It's they, so, they did. They Magneto's did. been doing it in, like, 17
1: movies. I, I know, the scale's not quite the same, okay? But for me, a character can only go back and forth so many times before I cease to care. But he didn't
0: go back, because he wasn't being a good guy. Uh, where did he go to the light? That is true, he I'm didn't go to the light. I'm not saying he went
1: to the light, I'm just saying that I don't buy it. He manipulated the situation to try
0: and get Ray to be with him in this new... I understand. He's almost smarter than Snoke in
3: that instance. I understand.
1: I don't think it was some, like, college-level scene, you know, that was, like, a complicated thing. He wanted to kill the big bad guy so he yeah. could be in charge because the bad guy was picking on him.
0: I and get it.
2: he wants to bone the hot chick and the <laughs> two of them run the well, he, whole I thing think, together.
0: I think that's cheapening it a little bit. I think that he he wants to not be alone doing this thing alone. He found somebody that's like him. Because really, in this in this time period in Star Wars, who can use the Force, right? There's Snoke we know of, there's Luke, there's Kylo, and there's Rey. And
2: half of them are dead now. And, and of course goes open. Yoda.
0: Yeah, so, I mean... <laughs>
2: Yeah, clearly when found you're a force, force ghost, you can do stuff now. And
0: hit people with a stick. He found a person that's like him, that's yeah. young like him, and yeah. so he thought he might not have to go this alone. And the the one line that really actually got me to be more like, okay, I, I'm, I'm with Kylo now, is when he said, please. That's to Rey, because that was the scene where he gives his hand. Yes. Yeah. He said please cuz he doesn't want to do this alone and he's not confident. He's a bad Sith. He's not good. He's, well, he's not, not a Sith, Okay. But- he's not a good. He's a bad, bad dark side guy. user. He's really not like cut out for it and even no matter what you, you could say he's going back and forth whatever but he's really not so far gone that i couldn't buy him going to the lightside side because Same. he really wants ray to, to do this with him and he doesn't think he's doing the he wrong thing he wants a friend he wants a companion
2: yeah. it, it's not just like sorry that i use the whole he wants to bone her because yes he totally does he is very attracted to her and you could tell she is too but that's kind of the thing that uh, this is a weird comparison. In all of Anne Rice's novels, she has the vampires like pair up because it's an immortal life and they want a companion. And
0: it makes sense. Well, somebody that understands your position in life is always going to be more attractive to oh, yeah, That's
2: fine. I'm not
1: saying that there are parts about his character that I found confusing or just didn't make sense. I, I get that. But he's, su- he- he's such still a whiny, tantrum-throwing child. I mean, he- the he entire final act that- of the movie is that way. When Ray says no, he gets so mad that he takes the fleet down to the planet <clears throat> and unloads 28 at-ats at Luke. You know, he's a child.
3: Yeah. Had but that's part of his character. really
2: not met before then?
3: Like, no.
2: Jeez, wow.
3: Unless they... Unless it was a scene we didn't see on the base in episode 7. No, but we didn't. You're right. Yeah.
2: It's so weird to keep the new trio apart from each other for a full two movies. Here's my
3: question. When is Lando coming in? Because we need him. He's not. <laughs> he's not.
0: I don't care about Lando. I want him to come point. in nine at this point. We don't need cameos from all these people to
3: make... The... You know what I mean? Billy Dee is also connected. not in
2: a good spot. Like, he's...
3: Health-wise, he's not in the best like, shape. Like, he
2: walks with a cane and stuff, and I'm not saying they can't bring that into the character. I'm yeah. saying that, you know, it, it's more traumatizing to me to see these heroes fall and see them sickly and stuff. And, like, you go to a con and you see Peter Mayhew, and it's sad.
3: It is. It, it is. It
2: hurts. So I don't want to see that on screen anymore.
3: If
1: they were going to put Bill, Billy Dean in the movie, it would have been this one. They, the Codebreaker, yeah. It's it would have been. He could have been that on that be planet, cool. somewhere in cool, that city yeah. as their contact or whatever, yeah. and he was fed bad, bad intel, and that's how they get right? But they didn't. He's not going to be in Episode Nine. I think that would be a bad decision at this point. Um, What else? I'm not
0: saying I wasn't <laughs> trying to downplay your, your opinion of Kelly. You're allowed to have that opinion. But I think that anger, that that I know people that have anger issues, right? In real life, I have i had anger issues in the past, and when I'm angry, I get really focused on whatever made me angry, and that's I don't think that's so unbelievable. He no, is whining.
1: It's not unbelievable, but it's just hard for me to buy into him as a villain. The villains in Star Wars, for the most part, have been pretty solid. You've got Vader, you've got Emperor Palpatine, right? You but they couldn't Snow- do
0: that type of character again, though. That's no, my no, no, point. they, they could do, do that. that ca- do something different.
1: he now has to run the entire First Order alone with no apprentice. Yes, Hux. And he has hawks. Hucks is very Hux him.
3: yes, very hucks is like right. I would betray him so like, in a So okay, minutes. maybe
1: that's a departure, but I just don't like. I'm having a hard time buying into that being a threat.
2: So I really enjoyed the scene where they killed off Snoke. I was one of the ones that clapped in the theater. I <laughs> thought that entire scene from start to finish, like him bringing her in as a hostage. I thought that
3: was cool. That was very reminiscent of Return of the Jedi.
2: Everything about it, though, like Snoke holding her there in that grip and her just screaming in pain, like from start to finish, that whole scene—probably my favorite scene in the whole movie. It was very cool, fighting off the guards. Like I love that scene.
3: I loved. I loved. Kylo and Ray teaming up to fight the Praetorian Guards. Yeah,
2: and it's like they just straight up murdered. But like... I
3: still kind of wish you got would have gotten more from Snoke because they did oh, build no, him up uh, from this, seven. This
2: should have been in nine. Totally. Oh yes. Because I wanted to see him destroy more and kill more. Because you could see him as the bigger... force. He
3: used force lightning. He yeah. used... He's a dark side user. We just don't know of what extent.
2: And I, I like seeing Andy Serkis do his stuff. Oh, yeah. He's a great actor. So seeing him around <clears throat> makes me happy. Mm-hmm.
1: But think more about that scene, though. As When I came out of the movie, I was like, man, that might be the best lightsaber battle in the saga. Then I was thinking about it. And <clears throat> you in that room had, supposedly, the three most powerful force users in the galaxy. And once Snoke is dead, neither of them use the Force. They yeah, all they, do. they, do, yeah, they just, do it's a straight lightsaber battle the, the, to grab
0: their sabers. No, well the saber to the head thing that right you know that Kylo does with that, was that was cool. Cool. I, I, I love, love that. The,
1: the last yes the very last moment when the fight is over. Oh, so that doesn't count because the fight's over, right? No, it's like, not. There's still one left.
0: That,
2: it's, it's like when the bricks
1: fall in the Matrix. Nitpicky
2: movie, like. thing. Yeah, I think that's
1: do. a little nitpicky, too. I think it
2: was but... just a very beautiful scene. The I ju- loved it. Of okay, apparently I'm red. not
1: allowed to have that opinion. No, so I didn't say that.
2: that. That's my opinion, <laughs> that it's very nitpicky of you. Jesus. Shouldn't the
1: two of them been able to like pick those guys up and throw them all out of the room?
2: But then we don't get a really cool lightsaber battle. Lightsaber battle and I would
3: have I mean... liked lightsaber battle more than force user battle.
2: That's fine,
1: but that's if they hadn't me. done the lightsaber battle, you wouldn't have known that. Right, So my point is, if the lightsaber battle hadn't happened and they used the Force to knock all those guys out... Well,
3: plus you haven't seen Rey mm. use her lightsaber, really. You saw her cut a rock in half. Ooh. I want to see her kill someone with but, it. But, but
1: does it. But does that help <laughs> the story along?
3: Yeah, because it shows her, you know, using a lightsaber. It shows her, you know... But why
1: is that important? The only other lightsaber user is Kylo. So... <laughs> because it
3: goes on to Nine. That's why it's important. But we
1: don't know that it goes on to Nine. You're making an assumption about a movie that's not even written yet.
3: It does. I bet you money.
1: That's not the point. The point (laughs) is... You
2: guys heard it. Ian's going to give Derek money. A bunch of money, yep. I didn't say a bunch. I just said money. The
1: point is, is I'm talking about the character development in the movie that we have, not a possible unwritten future film. And in this movie, we're supposed to know that these two are very powerful force users, and the reason Snoke and Kylo are so interested in Rey is because of how powerful she is, and Kylo and Rey don't really take advantage of their abilities in that scene. They are clearly outnumbered, And in previous, you know, Star Wars stuff, they would have used the Force to do that. So maybe that's the departure. It's that they didn't use their abilities.
2: I have a very nitpicky thing about uh, Ray. This is as nitpicky as I will ever be. And it's because Ryan Johnson is a man and he's never had this happen to him. She dove in that water in the Sith hole.
4: The The Sith hole.
2: The the Dark (laughs) Island butthole. Yep. With three... Very tight ponytails. Yes, she comes out with, with one, with one, and it is messed up. Or no, excuse me, it is not messed up from water. It is beautiful and perfect. It's like and slicked nice, back
3: and everything. She and it looks the force. really good.
2: <laughs> yeah, that is the only explanation for her hair like that. <laughs> Clearly, he's never had long hair and dove. In Maybe that before. was that a vision of that her? is as nitpicky as I am. Go- no, because her hair is like that for the rest of the film. Well, exactly. if she saw it on
3: their vision, she's like, I like this that's style. Oh, also... Have you guys
2: ever had long hair? <clears throat> no. You don't know what it's like to dive into a pool and come out with hair like that. It does not look that pretty and nice, and that's not how it works. So, that's as nitpicky as I am <laughs> going to be.
0: I didn't get to say much about the lightsaber, but I want to right, say that... It. <laughs> that scene, taken on its own, yes. I think that's probably one of the coolest scenes involving a lightsaber. Uh, in Star Wars. But, calling a lightsaber battle is a little weird because they don't ever actually, like, fight with lightsabers. They fight everybody else that's not using lightsabers. That's they literally do fight lightsabers. It's a good attention. point. It's a good point. Also, <clears throat> you're going to tell me that Snoke, the Supreme Leader of the First Order, didn't expect that maybe a Force user with a lightsaber might, you know, I don't know, come and attack him someday. And so he doesn't have these guards that are trained to... Take out people that have basically no training with the force. Like, yeah. are these the Knights of Ren?
1: So there's there's rumors that they are, but you'd also think that they would be more capable in a fight too. Also, why wouldn't you say that? Because
0: that, that was one of the coolest threads dangling from yeah. Episode Seven for me, and mm. we never heard anything about them. And they did kind of hint again uh, that the other people that went left with Kylo. I know, do wish Re-Training. they would have. Explored that, those more were, were obviously of Ren. the Knights of Ren, but we don't. We never heard anything out about you know anything yeah. beyond that. But yes, that scene was very cool. I didn't really love the idea of the whip things. No, like, that was weird. Whenever the, whip, the fans the were like, sword. a lightsaber whip, you know, in fan fiction and everything, I'm like, that's the dumbest thing it I've ever It reminded me of
1: Iron Man too.
0: Yeah, it was not a good it's, idea. It
3: was because it was a whip, but then it turned to a sword. It was, right. It was like Pacific Rim, that sword. It was was like, sword. Yeah, Or like yeah. Ivy from you know Soul Calibur was a whip and then a sword. Um, yeah, you're right. Star
2: Trek had that fencing thing where it, it kind of like, the sword came out like a whip, and they didn't use it as a whip. It it came
3: up in parts.
2: Oh, like Tetris. It
3: built itself. (laughs) I kind of liked the whip sword, but that's just me because it can do a wheel sword. I I liked it. it. Um... So the
2: last thing I want to say before I'm done here, the animals were damn distracting. I've never, ever, ever seen a movie where they tried to build a universe so much, and they spent more time on the background than needed like to.
0: The, like the teat milking animal? The,
2: the Porgs, the Vultexes, and the uh, fall fallies. The Porgs
0: actually had a legitimate reason why they were there. For a lot of it. <laughs> Not for all of it. But on that island, in real life, there were puffins all over the island. Right. And they put the Porg over the yeah. puffins to kind of cover that up so that, you know,
1: it kind of... But
0: like, they also it was, could have removed
2: it. <laughs>
1: so they actually... So, that, so they legitimately it was... Cheaper for them to just put CGI on top of puffins.
0: Apparently, apparently. that I mean, and obviously, like, like,
3: oh, we see puffins, we're gonna create our own kind of puffins. Apparently, the like, I'm guessing then there then were puffins
0: like crawling all over Luke's lightsaber, like almost turning it on. Which I actually thought that I did. That like was funny. That. I'm like, I was like, like, I hope, like, oh, I hope no. To no. kill it. I hope he activates it. Like, oh, don't touch I it. it. Don't I did
1: have don't touch touch like, it. they're gonna do <laughs> this really.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then Chewie <laughs> eating one, I was like, oh my gosh, they did it. Yeah, they did it. That was a little dark. I wish he would have just like eaten it like.
2: Yeah, but like the the scene right after where the porg is looking directly at him and making yeah. them... like that is stuff no, that I we didn't to, need. I wanted to like Disney,
3: look back at him. It's very Disney of that. That
2: was distracting.
3: Look. But not the bullpenics or whatever they were, the, Vul- cr- the crystal
2: foxes.
0: The bull ticks. The yeah, yeah, they were cool. At least they I love you to cool. show
1: them the exit of Yeah, the That's cave. my
2: thing, though. Can but. you guys name another Star Wars movie that used the animals so much? Like the porks Ewoks. had a purpose.
1: But you won't, no, see. <laughs> They're a living, there.
2: sentient yeah, being. They, they,
1: they have a society with technology and a language. Well, they don't have technology, but. but I mean, find the, technology. They have Wepo- they have handmade weapons, that's technology. Bronze Age technology.
2: The Folliers, the... That's the definition of the uh, The Voltexes, and the Porch, they all had purpose. They all were part of the story, but that was... Like, why?
1: Yeah, we didn't actually have to see Luke shoot some Womp Rats back home. He just said so, it. No, know. but there were, it like, backs and, like, you know... Yeah, but that was part of the problem with the special editions, right? It was that they added a bunch of that stuff. Yeah,
3: uh, that's true.
2: It was distracting. It wasn't just so, like, in the corner of your eye thing. It was everywhere. Yeah.
3: See, Not I the like the crystal. Fo- I think they're very pretty. I like the crystal foxes. How
2: they look and how I feel about them emotionally is means different. Yes, to how they belong in the film.
0: Honestly, I didn't care about the poor. Like the poor were fine. I yeah. thought it was going to be much worse than it was. Yeah, but, that's fair. but and the, the crystal foxes were fine. They were in like one scene. I now, felt
3: like the whatever the the cat the horse things. Whatever you those want. were unnecessary. But, of course that them. whole scene was
2: unnecessary. Right. so that whole planet. I did like how
3: Rose connected with them. But other than that... Rose you seemed know, to connect eh.
2: with everything. That was yeah. my major issue with her. She just kept having, like, flashbacks to her horrible childhood. And I was like, I get it. You have more backstory than Poe and Finn combined, sweetheart. But... I I think she's
3: adorable. I love Rose. I can't wait to see what happens I like her. her. I I do.
2: I think they need more than one female per saga. Yeah. I really do.
3: No, that's all you get.
2: (laughs) I am so happy that there's also not a white brunette. Yeah.
3: Representation matters, and I love that because her sister is also, you know.
1: The problem is they took the two main minority characters and gave them the one plot thread that meant nothing to the story.
2: And they put them together. Like, no. so that's my point, she though, right? She definitely ships
1: And <laughs> it, it made the movie a half an hour longer
0: than it needed to be. Oh, the movie's
1: so long. The movie is so long. It's the longest Star Wars that's been
3: made, yes. right?
1: It felt like Return of the King, where there were spots where like, oh, okay, so this is where it's going to end. And then it kept going. I, kind
3: of, <laughs> I thought when Luke and Leia, you know, had their scene together, and then he walks out, they were going to kind of, you know...
1: The music was going to swell there. And they swell, and then he
3: he was going to look out into the distance, see the walkers, and see Kylo staring him down, and then... <laughs> So so that's a good point to get to is that
0: uh, what my when I left Force Awakens I was really excited about this movie. Me too. When I left this movie I was just like okay there was it's not that I need a cliffhanger at the end but there was nothing really left to solve like everything Snoke was dead uh, you know,
2: they did a whole trilogy in two films. Yeah, I mean,
0: <laughs> they well, they might as well have with a two and a half hour long movie. It's basically like two movies in the one. one.
3: Thing they got to you know kind of I guess wrap up would be when Leia says, "No, we have enough to build a rebellion," which would be you know they don't really need to wrap, wrap that up though
0: because then you just know okay now they're gonna be- rebuild the rebellion. I mean, you don't, do 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 we need to have her like playing age vampires like going here we're gonna have <laughs> some mean, rebellions where, over here and over here. It is
1: where we left off, Return of the Jedi. This is yeah. essentially yeah. where this and movie we did, leads yeah. us, right? A bunch of really bad stuff happened, but the good guys kind of prevailed and survived, and the big bad died. And they blow shit up. Right. And the guy who's the big bad is really conflicted, so how big of a bad will he be? Yeah, you know, I mean, I mean Kylo, Kylo is really
0: the only thread left, <laughs> uh-huh. and I was really into Kylo in this movie. Like, I was on board with him fully. I struggled a little bit with Force Awakens, but... Kylo
2: I, and Ray were my favorite parts, and I love that they were brought together...
0: I I think that Ray was wasted a little bit, but I I'm hoping that Ray. that gets better
3: in episode nine. Um, so what do you think of the whole forced kind of love plot between Rose and Finn? I even think kind of covered I covered mean, that. Anything think was, that included that was just yeah, kind of. Under- I kind of hated that. So I don't much.
2: think it was forced. To be completely honest, as a chick, if I had been through all that stuff and I thought I was going to die, I'd try and kiss the dude too. I I wouldn't <laughs> even sit there and think like, oh, when I wake up, we're gonna be boyfriend and girlfriend. I'd just be like, this is how I'm going out. Hot dudes getting a kiss. Like <laughs> that's how I'm gonna die.
1: I, I do honestly feel that if they had let. Thin, sacrifice himself and blow up that battle. It would have been a nice. Would have been
3: like, I was yeah. legitimately going like, "Oh my god, they're gonna fucking!" You want kill to talk
1: about off. a departure from Star Wars? You do
3: that. Yeah. yeah, that would have been really amazing. I was like, "Oh my
2: god!" I do it. like her little line though. Her, we don't kill the things we hate. We or like
3: we fight against them or something. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah we fight for the things we love. I thought that was a really good line. That was a very kinda, strong line from her. It, it was. But no, it was, totally right. oh, it was fine. Like it's a little really cheesy. Out, yeah. They're
1: still on the battlefield. Like the fact that somehow nobody is like, oh, hey, shoot them. They yeah. <laughs> yeah. like, They were so far away. The target. Right. Like how did they get back without a single AT-AT going?
2: Pew. <laughs> I am not going to lie. I thought that too. I was like, well, "Oh my god, there's no way." Yeah,
3: they were way the f out yeah. there. Like they had a long ways to go. If it's hard, 10 yeah. feet
1: from the ADATs. No, yeah. yeah.
3: If it's hard for me to get from point A to point B in Battlefront 2. It's hard for them to get from point A to point if, B in the It was Gini hard B. for
1: Finn to get there. Yeah. How is he getting back on foot?
2: With a chicken if, in and, he, his and he's dragging
3: her too. He's like, "Oh god, so, I hope he don't scrape her." There there were a
1: lot of issues from that standpoint. I did I liked uh, what Holdo did with the uh, the light speed that was so
3: cool was
1: really cool. It uh, it does unfortunately beg the question: How come the rebellion hadn't done more of that type of of attack with ships that were about to be blown up anyway? My
3: issue is: Why didn't the First Order when they were you know attacking Leia's ship? Why didn't they just like kind of maneuver around a little bit, send some fighters out, and then attack from the front like? Why is what? only attacking the rear the only option?
1: Well, the idea is that they're all at the same speed, so. But you could send fighters out that are much more faster. But in A New Hope, see, this is this is again like they want to talk about how the, the chase was a big departure. But in A New Hope, they state when they when they find that one Tie fighter in the remnants of Alderaan, yeah, that oh, it's just a short range fighter, so it has to have a base to go back to, right? The Tie right. fighters can't go very far.
3: Right, but they weren't that far away from the
1: ship, were they? They were far enough away. That's the premise of the whole chase. See? So you can either buy into that, or you actually have to throw out the entire movie plot that. of the movie. Maybe <laughs> I missed that. Because the whole... The entire movie is predicated on they have to outrun the First Order until blank. Right. Right? That's the entire premise of the film. So if you can't buy into that, then the entire plot of
3: the movie falls out. Alright. Yeah. Right. But I did, I did think Haldos. Those... Jump to light speed was cool because you know you jumps and there's silence, there's no yeah. noise, nothing, and then a huge explosion, kind of like how the seismic charges were in episode two, but better.
2: It's <laughs> separate grades.
3: It. Yeah,
1: so I'm I'm coming up on three hours of podcast tonight. My voice is shot.
2: I give it a <laughs> C minus.
1: Oof, C minus from Ray. Ryan,
0: we
2: just talked. A I'm going to guess
0: Ian's is an A plus. <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> It's in the A's for sure. Uh, I'm going to say it's a C. A solid C for me.
1: Yeah.
3: An A minus. Yep,
1: nailed it. So when I came into this, I, I really had it at but a B. But it's a minus. I had it at a, at a B minus. And uh, when we talk about movies, my grade usually changes from the beginning of our conversation to the end. One way or the other. Right? With Thor Ragnarok, it went up by the end of our conversation. And I was much happier with that movie after we talked about
3: this it. Which I'm really
1: glad about, by
0: the this
3: way. This one went down. <laughs> So you went from a B plus to what? No, I went from a B minus Oh, B minus.
1: Excuse me. Uh, to I, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna give it. So I'm trying really hard here. I think I have to give it a C as well.
3: Yeah,
0: I think that's a fair grade. It's not the worst Star Wars movie, no, but it no. is nowhere
3: near what people are. A lot of people are making it out to be like this. So that being thing. said, what do you guys want to see? from nine real quick. Like your top like two things or whatever. What do you want to see in nine that...
2: Donald Glover!
3: You, uh, what did you did <laughs> What you didn't see in eight or what you want to see either retconned or just completely changed?
2: I want to see more lights favors and a Kylo Ren resolution. If that's killing him off or if that's having him go to the light side or whatever, then that's so be it. But Kylo Ren is, like Ryan said, the only dangling plot thread after this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to see Poe and Finn finally kiss. I'm woo woo. Tired of the moment, gaze
3: in space.
2: Yeah, didn't they say they were going to feature a first LGBT character in this,
3: which was Haldo? Yeah, it was in the books.
2: <laughs> no it was
3: I know that's why I said it it was, it was legit in the books
2: I totally believe that's you so but she was like, ambiguously
3: LGBT I want full on like man on man kissing space penises touching so I will
1: say in 2017 Star Trek did it better I will, I will say that much
2: yeah.
3: Yeah, they actually showed someone holding hands in Star Trek. They no, they kissed. Straight on they were husband and, and Did husband? they kiss? And I thought they kissed out, no. out the kiss in the movie. No. No, not the movie. It's show, the show. Oh, I thought about the movie. No, it there was Star Trek movie, movie, movie year, 2017. Yeah, Star, Star
2: Trek Discovery
0: year. had... Oh. Discovery has
3: two gay uh. Um, I haven't seen couples. it yet, so Well, two gay <clears
0: <clears
2: <throat> couples, too. They're in the What's party scene. Oh, yeah. 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 The time loop? Yeah,
3: there were Well done, Star Trek. So, just saying. But, uh...
2: Anyway. I mean, for the next movie...
1: I assume... Remember,
3: it's directed by J.J. Abrams and written by him, so you gotta go <laughs> go with that. Yeah, I assume
1: Rey, along with Luke's Force Ghost, are gonna train some new Jedis.
3: Didn't say a possible time jump in this one, so...
1: Kylo is going to throw 12 more tantrums, and um, the Re- Rebellion will be almost on the verge of collapse. That's what's gonna happen. Oh now. my
2: god, I'm surprised they made it, <laughs> like, this far. What? Like... I'm thinking
1: Um, that they're going to build a giant super weapon, the
0: Empire is, and that there's going to be a small imperfection in it that allows the rebellion to destroy it. Or it's going to be way different. Than any other Star know. Wars movie that came before it. See, yes. This
1: is what's so great. So, okay, let's, let's think about this A lot of people want to call The Last Jedi a departure from Star Wars, right? But let's look at the original trilogy. You had A New Hope with a giant death sphere that they blow up. Yeah. Just like The Force Awakens. Yeah. Then you had The Empire Strikes Back, where there wasn't a big thing like that, but there was a cool ground battle with some type of ground speeder. At the last base of the rebellion, yeah. they were trying to hide, which is just like the Last Jedi. So I'm gonna guess Ryan's right. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, what I really like to see is I'd like to see Ray finally crack and go to the dark side and Kylo to kind of be redeemed and come back to the light. And that would be cool. I'm they really both cool. Become
1: gray Jedi. I want them both That'd to end cool. up with
0: each other's lightsaber. And uh, yeah, actually, really, I want Ray to make her own lightsaber right? out of her staff because she obviously feels like more comfortable with her staff, and I want it to be yellow. See, I think she'll make a double-bladed lightsaber. I want to be
1: basically. Uh, Bruce Wayne 25 gives it a B-. Okay. The Last Jedi. Generous. Um, <clears throat> generous. Um, I think that's a really interesting idea. I think it would be cool if her and Kylo do become kind of these gray Jedi in the middle, because then the Skywalker family would finally bring balance to the Force. And after tw- after nine movies, they could finally pay off yeah. that story. After 30-plus you know, years, the, uh, they can do it. Super weapon. Uh, Of course, of course. course, course. Well, I mean,
2: that's what Poe's job is. And they're going to team up with the
1: poor... See, the Second Order will be building the giant (laughs) Death Spear, and Kylo will get mad about it, and then he'll want to team up with Ray to stop them. Mm. Gotcha. Yeah, that's... It's like, the Second Order? (laughs) This is the First Order! We were first!
2: Will there be a montage?
1: I hope so. With Kylo and Ray training together, the there's going to be one line dropped
0: about the Knights of Ren, and we're never going to see anything else no. about it.
1: No, it's in the books, right? Yeah, it's in the books. It's in the <laughs> game.
2: All right, guys, we're done. All right, thank I didn't get to say
3: mine. Oh, you didn't? No,
2: you talked a lot.
1: Just because nobody wants to hear it, Ian.
2: <laughs> oh my god.
1: I thought I thought your answer was just
3: it's in the books. No. <laughs> I'm In say, the movie, he wants Carrie Fisher to get force powers. No, she already had that. So obviously, cool. Superman. In the movie, I would like to see one how they do handle Princess Leia not being there. That is going to be very huge for Star Wars fans alike. Uh, I would like General to, Organa. Thank excuse me. Much. I would like to see how they if they do incorporate the Knights of Ren again because they were cool and they were you know each one was very unique looking and we didn't get any really mention of that in The Last Jedi it was just like, you look ridiculous, take off that mask, and that was it uh, and then I want to see what happens with Ray's journey with all these new characters that we've seen, because they were put through, you know they were put through some stuff through this movie and so, how they handle it going to the future will be very interesting also, I want to see um, Yoda again because that was fun.
0: I just want the whole movie to be Yoda, just Yoda, Agreed. Yoda training Kylo when he comes to the light. That's what I want to see. I want to see his like temper
3: tantrums
1: su- with like Yoda on his back. Was- Star Wars Episode Nine: Return of Yoda. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> was everyone surprised when Yoda popped in? By the way, yes, because yes. I didn't expect that.
1: Oh. So I I remembered that there were rumors of Frank Oz being on set. He was in, at the premiere, and, and I think <clears> that was
0: a big thing. But then he was also at the premiere of episode seven. Yeah, yeah.
1: But I actually didn't know he was. I didn't
0: get to say it, Yoda mm-hmm. being a puppet. Thank you, Ryan Johnson. You did that right. That was know, the they most got the, convincing they got the Yoda right. and yeah. Frank Oz. Yeah,
3: yeah that was, kind of, got, I, was like, right. I was like, I see these ears. and I'm like,
2: Yoda. Yeah, that was one of my favorite parts.
3: Yeah, you I agree.
0: Walk. Like uh-huh. that's one thing they never nailed with the CGI. Yoda. Yeah, agreed. They
1: no, they got that right. I thought they did a good job with that. But that's gonna be it, guys. We're at an hour and a half. We are done. This we're is my ending for you for 2017 of Screen Heroes, and I'm not. I'm not gonna edit much of this. I'm just gonna let it roll. Oh, cool.
3: And uh, thank you,
2: so everybody, for, for season four. We're going rated
3: R. Can we do it? Oh yeah, let's do it. it.
1: Doesn't have to be rated R. Just be fluid. Don't be overly vulgar on purpose. We know, you know, but. Look, we... we um, we're going to be more vulgar than we were in the past. Perhaps. But look, everybody who has listened over 97 episodes... Thank you. Yes, yeah, we you appreciate so you. Uh, we love you guys. Please reach out to us at Heroes Podcast on Twitter and Facebook. Of course, follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash heroes podcast. We do Screen Heroes Live Tuesday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central. We are taking next week off, so we will return on January 2nd. Yes. Is when we are coming back, and so the episode will be live January 2nd, and you can listen to it later on the 3rd, and my voice is shot. Somebody finish up for me, please. (laughs) Uh. All right.
2: You can find us at Heroes Podcast on... facebook twitter instagram gmail hey, no no
1: gmail we don't have a gmail <laughs> forget it um, thank so you everybody. watch our other shows we got ryan of buster props ian of house of turner cosplay Hi. siren ray cosplay i am the star trek dude thank you everybody happy new year